You're listening to the Sports Moment, January 10th, 2024. Part of the Sports Moments and Memories with Craig Olson podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe so you never miss a sports moment. Sponsored by Lake Area Docks and Lifts and Pemberton Law. Here's Craig. It's an exciting day with our podcast as the special feature on the Lady Spartans 2000-2001 NJCAA Division Three National Championship team has been posted. I hope you take a look at it. There is video along with audio as we talked with all nine members of that championship team when they were back for a Hall of Fame induction back on December 2nd. And we have some great comments from the girls, from the coaches, and some highlights from the championship season. Be sure to check it out on our podcast, wherever you are listening or viewing your podcasts. That's where you can find Craig Olson with the Sports Moments and Memories. That's our podcast today. is going to feature a lot of local results from last night. And we're continuing our series on the memories portion of our podcast of the Otter Boys hockey team finishing third in the state back in 98-99, the 25-year anniversary of that highest finish ever for an Otter Boys hockey team. And we'll hear comments today from Coach Brad Bergstrom, goaltender Kevin Ackley, who was the MVP of that team, and Josh Anderson, the leading scorer. We'll hear from all three of them and more comments from former Otters and Coach Bergstrom uh, throughout the rest of this week as we, we remember that special time in Otter sports history. Well, it was a, a really busy day uh, last night around the area in sports, and there were some highlights, and one of them happened at the uh, Fergus Falls Gymnasium last night where the Otter girls basketball team built a 22-point lead behind some really good defense against Bemidji, and then Bemidji... They got going in the second half. They fought back, and they got to within one point late in the game. Otters held on, though. They never trailed in the game, and the Otters beat Bemidji 46-44 to last night. Bryn Sternberg ran into some tough defense, but Bryn and good scorers do this. She had a way last night of getting her double-double anyway, even though some really stiff defensive coverage uh, made it tough on her last night. Bryn had 16 points and 10 rebounds to lead the Otters to that victory. Now, the Otter boys played the second game of the doubleheader at Kennedy last night, and uh, they ran into a good Detroit Lakes team. Detroit Lakes finished strong, outscoring the Otters 18-5 down the stretch and winning 67-55. Henry Bethel had 25. He hit six threes in the game to lead the Otters. Other boys basketball, a big night for Micah Fuller of Brandon Evansville. He had 38, and the Chargers won at home against Underwood, 79-74. to Ashby got 24 from Trayton Nelson as they won at home over LPGE, 70-53. to Border West got Battle Lake, 66-39. to And it was Hillcrest over Parker's Prairie, 77-37. to As Noah Brumfield led the way with 24 points, Luke Christensen added 19 points and 9 rebounds in that game. 
as uh, Hillcrest picked up that victory. And it was West Central area beating Benson 86-53. to Barnesville lost at Park Rapids 79-71. to And Norman County East Ulan Hinderdahl beat Breckenridge 77-69. to Henning, they shot the ball really well, 62% on the way to an 87-32 to win over Verndale. Pelican Rapids got free Z 59-44. And on the girls' side of things, it was Battle Lake 52, Ashby 42. Hillcrest, another double-double for Ella Knutson, 25.16 rebounds. Elsa Retzloff had 15 points, 8 boards, and 4 steals. And the Comets win 48-47 over Rothsay. Emma Berge had uh, 10 rebounds in that game. It was Clinton Graceville Beardsley beating Parker's Prairie 63-56. to Hancock went into Underwood and edged the Rockets 56-55. to Brandon Evansville 61, Wheaton Herman Norcross 48. Barnesville outgunned DGF 83-81. Breckenridge knocked off Holly 84-73. It was Purim 77, free Z 49. Purim made 10 of their first 12 threes in that game to build a big halftime lead. And it was Verndale over Henning 54-39 in girls basketball on the ice last night in alexandria the otters and the cardinals had a double header otter girls fell two to one to the cardinals and the otter boys lost by a score of five to one so a busy local night tonight not so busy the spartans are in action they go to coon rapids to play anoka ramsey community college in ladies and men's basketball in mcac southern division play our podcast being brought to you in part by Lake Area Docks and Lifts, who remind you that you can check them out at the Minneapolis Convention Center and the Fargo Dome at boat shows this month as they get ready for spring. And they know you're getting ready, too, for spring and summer. And one of the great things right now, their boat show discount promotion is effective now. You can save money before spring from Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Our sports memory feature is going to be, again, going back to the 1998-99 boys hockey season. And that was a great year, a third-place finish in the state for the Otter Boys hockey team. And we have been hearing from the coach, Brad Bergstrom, and some of the players the last couple of days. We're going to continue to hear comments from them uh, through the week. And, you know, one of the key parts of any hockey team is the goalie. And Kevin Ackley, well, he was a good one. Kevin, in his senior year, his only year for the Otter Varsity, he wound up as the winner of the Anderson Lake MVP Award on the team. And Brad Bergstrom, his coach, he is a former goalie too. So uh, Brad, of course, uh, maybe had a little extra insight to what Kevin Ackley brought to the team. In fact, uh, Brad agrees. Kevin was pretty good goalie. He was he was really good. Uh, you know, having been a goaltender myself, I I may be a little biased in my opinion, but I always thought that what the success that you were going to have started from the crease going out. And we really emphasized that the key to being successful is you got to play well in your own end. And that's you know I, the the to me one of the things that separated that team out from many others. Uh, that we either played against or even I had the, the, the awesome opportunity to coach 
is they took playing in their own end so very, very seriously, and they worked really hard at it. Uh, and, and with Kevin back there, you know, it would, you would sometimes teams where they, where they have a great goaltender, they'll, they'll have the propensity not to, to, to play hard in their own end because, oh, Kevin will stop that. And, uh, but that was not the case. But when we needed him, he was there and, uh, he was, uh, certainly, uh, a valuable piece for us as we, as we ran through the season and had some of the success that we did. And as far as Kevin Ackley goes, playing for a former goalie as his head coach uh, really helped him out, and he had a lot of uh, respect for the insight that he got from Coach Bergstrom. You know, I, you know, I'd, uh, Brad Bergstrom was, was an awesome coach, and I think for me personally, where where I developed the most was he let me be myself. He let me be me and let me be the leader, uh, a leader for the team. Um, he didn't come in and try to change my game. Um, I, I would hope he saw from the very start my commitment to the team and the group and, and how much of a competitor I was. So I think once he saw that, um, personally, he kind of let me, let me be, let me go and just do my thing. And I'll never, I can never thank him enough for that. Um, cause as a goalie, I think as him as a former goalie, you know, you don't want to come in and change anything. If you got a, a goalie that's playing well, you just kind of let it roll. And he certainly did that for me. One of the highlights of that season came in the section championship game where the Otters shut out Little Falls by a score of 7 to nothing. I asked Coach Bergstrom if he was surprised at all by the ease of that victory. Yeah, you know, uh, we had played them earlier in the year, and it, was, uh, and it was a battle, and we had a number of kids that were missing from it, and that was the game I remember the first time when we played Little Falls is that was uh, we had shut them out as well, I believe, and Kevin Ackley was the savior for the game. He he played just outstanding that game, and so when we came into uh, the that section final, uh, we knew it was going to be a tight game. We knew it was going to be a tough game, but uh, our kids, the, the kids from that team, they were so laser focused. This a lot of times you'll see a section championship. There's nerves. There's butterflies. That, Kids are, are trying to figure out how to get acclimated to that, not this group. Many of them had been there before. They knew what needed to happen, and it was a very business-like approach. And so in the end, was it a surprise that we won by the score we did? Sure. But does it surprise me? No, because they were so laser-focused. And we had a game plan, and they executed it to perfection. And, that's, and, and then the results showed up on the scoreboard. And as for the goalie, Kevin Ackley, yeah, that was a pretty sweet win to bump off the Flyers in the section finals. They were, and they had a goaltender that, you know, as you're growing up, you know all these people you play against. He was a good goalie from Wadena. I forget his name now. He moved over his senior year. And, you know, anyone who played any sport at a high level, you try to find something to motivate you. And I can certainly tell you as the other goalie, compete against the other goalie, that motivated me. Um, but being able to be a senior and to come back and to win that last game the way we did, you know, it wasn't a one goal game. We dominated that game. And that was so satisfying as a team, uh, to be able to do that, to come back and just dominate the section finals. Josh Anderson, who was a leading scorer on that team, reminisced with me about how tight this team was growing up and through the high school years and still tight today we we grew up together 
you know, we, we played together, you know, pretty much, uh, you know, mites on up um, together. You know, we, we grew up on the outdoor rink together and, you know, essentially doing everything together. You know, a lot of different sports, not only hockey, but we played baseball and a lot of the guys played football together. And um, so, you know, I think, you know, we were a close-knit group. Um, you know, we worked hard for one another. Um, you know, it, nothing ever comes easy. I, you know, third place is great. I'd like to say it was first. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think just the culture we had and, uh, you know, we, we, we're still a fairly close knit group. You know, we got, we get together, uh, you know, a few years back, we had a little anniversary game against the wounded warriors and it was great to see everybody and kind of talk about the old times and, and, uh, lace the skates up. It was, it was interesting. It was, it was, it was fun to watch. You know, it was like a lot of us never missed a, missed a beat. Obviously we were a few steps slower and a little older, but you know, as far as moving the puck around and stuff, it, it, it felt pretty natural. You spent the majority of your time that year on the same line with Aaron Olson and Rob Meister. What made you guys click as a line? Why were you effective? Oh, we, you know, we, we played a lot together uh, growing up. Uh, you know, I was fortunate to be able to play with Rob and, and Aaron, um, both really, really great players. Um, you know, Rob was, you know, a, a bigger body, good skater, could see the ice well. Um, Aaron, you know, a great scorer, um, could really shoot the puck. Um, you know, we kind of just kind of knew where one another was, you know, I could, I knew, you know, if I got the, if, if, if Aaron or Rob got the puck on the wall, I could take off and they knew where I was going to be. And I think they knew that, you know, I kind of knew where they were going to be. And, uh, you know, we all had, uh, we're all, our games were all a little different, but they, you know, when you, when you put it all together, it was a, it was a pretty effective line. It's been a lot of fun to uh, reminisce with these players and coaches about that special season 25 years ago. The third place finish in the state by the 98-99 Otter Boys hockey team, the highest finish ever. And we'll look forward to hearing more comments from players and coaches tomorrow. Lake Area Docks and Lifts, one of our sponsors, they have five locations in Minnesota and they invite you to check out their boat show booths at the Minneapolis Convention Center and the Fargo Dome this month. The boat show discount promotion is in effect now, and you can save money before spring with Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Lake Area Docks and Lifts, more than just docks and lifts. Lake Area Docks and Lifts. And Pemberton Law, of course, is one of our sponsors, and Pemberton Law carries a legacy of trustworthy and reputable legal representation dating back to 1883. Offices in Fergus Falls, Wadena, Detroit Lakes, and Alexandria. Visit them online at PemLaw.com. And back to some results from last night. The Minnesota Timberwolves had a really good game in Orlando last night. As they beat the Magic 113-92, they outscored the Magic 33-16 in the opening quarter, led from wire to wire, and Carl Anthony Towns had 23 of his 28 points in the first half last night. Then Rudy Gobert uh, also had his double-double, 21 points and 12 rebounds. Wolves tonight have a big game. They'll be taking on the... Uh, Boston Celtics, the best team in the NBA in Boston for that game this evening. Minnesota Wild are in Dallas. They got beat at home by Dallas a couple of nights ago, four to nothing. So they'll try to even the score with the Mavericks or with the uh, Stars rather, but they have to do it without uh, some injured players. Jared Spurgeon is out. 
Philip Gustafson is out, Jonas Brodin is out, Kirill Kaprizov is out, Vinny Letary is out. It just goes on and on. The Wild have been shorthanded for a while as they have been struggling to get bodies healthy. And a couple of huge upsets in college basketball last night. Number one, Purdue fell at Nebraska 88-72. to The Cornhuskers are unranked. They knock off number one. And number two, Houston lost to an unranked team as well, losing at Iowa State 57-53. to The last time the top two teams in the AP men's college basketball poll lost to unranked opponents on the same day, have to go back to February 6, 2016, and it's only the eighth time in the history of the AP men's college basketball poll that that has occurred. Well, that's going to do it for our podcast today. Remember to check out that special feature podcast on the Lady Spartans 2000-2001 NJCAA Division Three National Championship team, and hope you'll come back tomorrow. Have a great day. You've been listening to The Sports Moment with Craig Olson. Sponsored by Lake Area Docks and Lifts and Pemberton Law. Produced by Sunroom Lab. Music by Blue Red Roses. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and stay tuned for the first sports memory episode featuring the 2000-2001 Lady Spartan National Championship basketball team. Coming out January 10th.